0: This is Exploring the Seasons of Life podcast, episode 36. I'm Cindy McMillan, and today's guest is Christy Penison. Welcome to Exploring the Seasons of Life, a podcast for women with a big heart on a spiritual journey. Each week, join Cindy McMillan as she interviews coaches, spiritual explorers, and celebrants from all walks of life about beginnings, endings, and the messy bits in between. Self-love, well-being, and mindset are at the heart of our conversations, because once you change the inside, the outside will begin to change as well. Welcome back to Exploring the Seasons of Life podcast, and thank you for being here. This is a really special episode, and I can't wait for you to meet my guest today, Christy Pennison, a licensed professional counselor and owner of Be Inspired Counseling and Consulting, grew up in Louisiana, and growing up, she knew she wanted to help others. She just wasn't clear on how she wanted to do it. As a young adult, she traveled to different countries with nonprofit organizations. It was through these experiences, her passion to help others grew. Then counseling found her and gave her a way to connect and help individuals from all ages, backgrounds, and experiences with the struggles they were facing, Welcome to the podcast, Christy. I'm so happy to have you here. Yes, Cindy. Thank you so much for inviting me to be a part
1: of your podcast today. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: I sit down, you know, about every six to eight weeks, and I kind of come up with some ideas on, you know, what my next topics are going to be. And then I start kind of Googling. And I was, I knew I wanted to talk about friendship. And I started Googling friendship coaches. Now, and I didn't even know friendship coaches existed, but I thought, okay, there's coaches for everything. Maybe there's yeah. you know friendship coaches. And I ran across your name in an article from NBC News. And it was titled, I Hired a Friendship Coach to Help Me Make Friends, Here's What Happened. And I reached out to you and you were so generous to say you would be on the podcast. So I really do appreciate it. Yes. Well, thanks for
1: having me. And I will disclaim, you know, in that article, I actually wasn't the coach that she reached out to, but the individual that wrote the article really was able to help um, or sought my insight on what I thought about why is, what is hard about making friendships the older you get. And and we kind of talked about that. So I am really excited to be here and just maybe talk about that with you today.
0: Oh, thank you. Now I want to start off with my favorite question. And that is, what does exploring the seasons of life mean to you personally or in your business? Well, you know, I think
1: as I've went on this journey through life, I have really realized that, you know, we really do go through seasons. And some seasons are times where, we're kind of growing. Sometimes it's, we're being still. Sometimes we have just different things that we go through or challenges that we're facing. And I think for me, exploring the seasons of life is being able to look at each season as an opportunity. And in my own personal life, I've went through a lot of different seasons as I'm sure you too as well, Cindy. Um, And it's just taking each season as it comes, but trying to figure out, okay, what, what am I supposed to learn in this season
0: Th- through the process, you know? Yeah. I love that Christy. What, cause that's really what it is. What are we to learn in each season of our life as we're, you know, as, and I talk about beginnings, endings and the messy bits it, because we go through all of those, all
1: the things, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Now I really wanted to talk about friendship today. Cause that's been on my mind a lot. Mm-hmm. So, why is it hard to make friends as an adult? Because you know, and I think I said this to you. It's really awkward as an adult to say, "Will you be my friend?" yes,
1: it, it it is. And I think the first thing is to recognize is you think about when we were growing up, Cindy, we used to go to school, most of us, you know, I know everybody's school setting was different growing up, but a lot of times we were, I guess, by either our parents or by the community. We were put in places where socialization and us building friendships, we had ample opportunity to do that, whether we were going to school every day or whether it be that we were in an organization. There was just these opportunities all around us to form friendships. And also, a lot of times, these opportunities happened over a period of time. And we had more time to do it because we weren't running in all different directions. And I think as we become adults, we just have different things that we are needing to do, whether it be work or whether it be taking care of kids or whether it be taking, you know, having family members that you have to take care of, whatever that looks like. So I think a lot of times in life, our priorities shift and then it maybe doesn't always allow for opportunities to form and build new friendships. And I think that's what kind of makes it hard. And I think. And as we go through seasons, our friendships do change. So forming new friendships, I think, is important no matter what season of life that we're in. But it does become a little bit more difficult and it does require a little bit more what I call intention and, and trying to find new ways to form new friendships.
0: And I want to talk about that a little, a little bit later as we're going on, but going back to, you know, when we're in school, it's, yes, you're right. It's so much easier. And then as, you know, some folks get married and they start having children, having those children still makes it a little bit easier to have friends because then you're, you know, taking them to different activities. So you're meeting people. Right. And then, and then as they leave and, you have an empty nest, so to speak, you know, you're into a different phase. And you're different.
1: Yes, you're in a different season. And you may not have those opportunities as much unless you're being proactive, I guess, and putting yourself in spaces where you can meet new people.
0: Let's just go ahead and talk about that. When you say putting ourselves into new spaces, let's talk about somebody who may be, I don't know, let's say they're in their 30s. Is that going to different clubs that you, and I don't mean nightclubs, I mean different different, different organizations, joining different organizations and yeah, just help me, help me out here. Yeah,
1: well, let me help you answer this question. I'll actually use myself if that's okay as an example, because I am in my 30s. And so one of the things that I've found that I've had to be intentional about is that You know, and and we'll talk about this a little bit, but our friendships do change over seasons and over our lifetime. So different friends come into our life, I always say, for different reasons. And sometimes they may be there just for a season and sometimes they may be there for a lifetime. So I think it's important to understand that friendships can serve different roles and have different meanings for us in our life where we're at. And so I know, as in my 30s, one of the things that has helped me start to form new friendships is starting where my interest lies. So, if that is something, if there's something I enjoy doing, so recently I wanted to work on developing speaking. And so I joined a local Toastmasters group. I got to know people there. And then as it went along, in fact, I just had a text message conversation with one of the members in the group and I said, hey, you know, how are you doing? Would you like to grab lunch? Now, this is not somebody that I know personally, I've just had some interactions with her as I've attended these groups. But I've took an initiative to kind of say, Hey, I'd like to get to know you more. Would you like to do now they can always say no, but she was somebody that I was interesting and just kind of developing more of a friendship with. And so I think part of it is about putting is starting with what you're interested in is there something that you've always kind of wanted to do? Is there something new that you want to explore? And maybe starting there, seeing as you get to know people, because, you know, take, building friendships takes time and experiences that you build with them. So then that gives you an opportunity to say, is there an opportunity for this person to possibly be my friend, <laughs> my friend one day? And can I just reach out to them and see if they're interested and maybe meeting up in us to kind of figure out
0: and learn more about each other? Christy, that's great advice. And just starting where you're interested. Of course, that makes perfect sense. I think some of us, including myself, tend to make this harder than it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's because we we get in our head a lot, you know, and it's something that we stop ourselves before we even give ourselves an opportunity to start. I will have to say that when you're exploring new friendships and 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 trying to look for those opportunities to do so... It does require you being brave, you know, and it is hard because it is when you're meeting someone you think for the first time or you're learning about them. There can be moments of awkwardness because you just may not know each other. That's I mean, you're strangers that just met. In fact, this weekend, I'm actually on a working trip with somebody that I met in an online community that we're both in the similar business. And we're we're this weekend co-working and working on building ideas for our businesses and one of the things that we had never met each other in person and so when we first got in the car with each other even though we'd interacted online you know there was some moments of awkwardness but we had to be able to sit with that and then over the weekend so far we've been able to ask questions and find out each other's lives and where we're at in this season of life and and so I think part of it is just starting where you're interested, but being open and recognizing that it is going to have a little bit of degree of awkwardness or discomfort at times, but just go with it. Just go with it.
0: <laughs> I love that you you took the initiative to have this working weekend with someone that you met online. That's mm-hmm. fabulous. Mm-hmm. And, and I think as we're talking, what's coming to mind is being open-minded about where we meet our friends.
1: Yes, being open minded and and like we said even at the first is starting with an area of interest and you you can build friendships in a lot of different ways and and some a friend may serve different purposes. You know, I have one friend who I'll just touch base with very rarely, and they'll just be someone that can just make me laugh if I need to. But there's other friends that I have deeper relationships with. So I think it's important to realize that friendships can also have different levels and different purposes in your life.
0: Yeah, that's a good reminder because, and I I do want to touch on this a little bit later as well, is those friendships that um, are very deep and then they may just kind of go their different ways after many years. Mm -hmm. So now this also seems like a simple question, but what efforts do we need to put in to help the friendship take root? And I know we just talked a little bit about being open-minded being brave. But there's got to be more to having this deep friendship that's going to be lasting.
1: Yes. Well, it goes back to the word of kind of intention and maybe a good question to ask yourself when you're maybe interested in forming a friendship with someone or you're starting to form a friendship with somebody is kind of almost asking yourself, what is, what is my purpose in building this friendship? And, and what am I, what am I almost looking for in this friendship? You know, getting clear on that. But I think it's about when you're building a friendship is, is being just so interested in finding out about that other person. So a lot of times what stops us is what we have in our mind about ourselves, Like, we we can really start to talk to ourselves in a not good way. Maybe I'm not interesting or maybe this person doesn't want to be a friend with me or maybe, you know, I don't know what I'm going to contribute to this friendship. You know, and we can start to have a dialogue that's not always very helpful or positive one. But I think part of it is when you're one of the ways to be able to build these friendships and put in the effort is to be a person that is genuinely interested in the other person. So, that's where you're asking questions about them, but not only just asking, but listening well. Because people, if you can learn to listen well, will be able to tell you what are the things that they're passionate about? What are their fears? What are the things that keep them up at night? What are they looking for? And so, I think asking questions, listening well, figuring out what's important to them, and really being able to share as you develop the relationship. Things and being okay with being a little bit vulnerable too. Like, vulnerability is a little bit scary, you know, and I don't think we should just go up to complete strangers and be like, here's my whole life story in, you know, two minutes. But I think it's okay to be able to share and be vulnerable because I think vulnerability is what builds connection and builds friendship
0: as well. Christy, I'm having an aha moment as you're talking. You've kind of alluded to this but not all friendships need to be besties. There's varying degrees with with that.
1: Absolutely. I completely agree. Yes, not there I could probably count on my hand people that have really are kind of besties that know me. They probably know me a little bit maybe better sometimes than I know myself. They can call me on my stuff, you know, but that's a very minimal Group, you know, and I think when we think about friendships to developing new friendships, not everyone has to be your bestie. They can be someone that you say check in every now and then via text or via phone call. They may be somebody you see in passing that you can ask them, Hey, how are you doing? How's this been going in your life? Or it may be a friendship where you go share a similar interest, like maybe y'all go play tennis together. I don't know. I'm just thinking of some different things that you might d- share something that y'all enjoy doing together, but you may not always be disclosing your deepest darkest secrets to them, right? So I think there is varying degrees of friendships and I think that that's okay. And so when you're entering new friendships, we sometimes may put a lot of pressure on a relationship to be a certain thing, but I think being open and allowing yourself just to see where this friendship goes. Will go a long way in helping you feel more confident about just engaging and in, in starting new friendships.
0: Just after this conversation and hearing you, hearing you talk, I actually feel a little bit of relief that, because I'm I am one of those that sometimes think, oh, my friends have to be my besties. And man, that's okay if they're not. I can have lots of different friends.
1: It's okay, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is it different for an introvert versus an extrovert, to make friends? I think no matter
1: who you are, friendship building can be challenging just because it is a person you've never known and you're building a relationship from scratch. I would say that for people who tend to be a little bit more introverted, and when I think about introverted and extroverted, I think about where where they gain energy from. Right. So a lot of times we hear that extroverts gain their energy from being around people, and introverts kind of gain their energy by kind of having those moments of by themselves that so that they can then go and be and interact and engage in the world around them. And so I think of it more as an energy awareness, maybe is the best way to say it. So if you're more of an introvert and you know it takes you a lot of energy to go to a social event you enjoy doing it, you enjoy being able to maybe put yourself in new positions and it it may not even be enjoyable, but it may be something that requires a lot of energy for you. Then what I would say is that when you are maybe going to to lunch with somebody for a first time or you're going to some event that you're going to be putting yourself around people that could be become friends, just making sure to be aware of your energy and protecting that so if you need a little bit of downtime before you go somewhere, giving yourself that, if you need a little bit of downtime afterwards, acknowledging that. And so that's what I think about, too. And I think also even for extroverts, sometimes they may get energy from being around people, but they may have trouble connecting at a deeper level. And so I think just being aware of that, too, that, hey, maybe I need to take moments to be see it still and listen to myself and listen to the other person and and I think really it's just finding a balance and knowing yourself, because I think when you know yourself, then you know specifically what energizes you and fuels you. And so if friendships is something that you're wanting to be intentional about growing in your life, then making sure that you are putting things in place that will help you be able to do that.
0: Thank you. And, and you've used the word intentional a, a couple of times. And I just love that because I hadn't really thought of that until you mentioned it about being intentional with your friendships.
1: Yes. Well, I think when we're exploring our life in general, right, We we there may be something that's missing in our life that we want to add to it. Or we may feel like in the different areas of our life, whether it be work life, family life, spiritual, financial, whatever, there's sometimes things that we realize that, hey, I want to maybe be able to change this. And so if we find ourselves in a place where, I really maybe feel disconnected. I really feel like I need to form connection. And I think this year connection has been really hard on a lot of people because of everything that's been going on. And so you may find yourself sitting in a place where I'm missing human connection. And I think that's really important for us to have. And so I want to be able to have more friendships. I just don't want to sit on my couch and feel like I have nobody to connect with. Then we have to say, well, then what can we what do I need to be intentional about doing and prioritize that to be able to make that happen? Because I think sometimes we get under the false assumption that, you know, maybe this will just happen to me. But I think sometimes if there's something that we want in our life, it can definitely happen. We just have to maybe put a little more
0: time, energy, and effort
1: into making it
0: possible. Thank you, Christy, for going into that deeper. I love it. So I want to ask, do friendships have seasons and also, what makes a good friend? Yes,
1: friendships definitely have seasons. And Cindy, I'm sure you can attest to this if you think about some of the friendships that you have in your life. I have had friends that I have been really close to in certain seasons in my life. And then maybe we don't talk for extended periods of time. In fact, I have a really childhood friend where we're entering into a new season of our friendships. She knew me since I was 10 years old. And we were really close from childhood all the way to high school. But then when we got in our young adult years, we kind of went to different paths and we really didn't talk a lot. We really didn't check in with each other. We kind of saw things differently. So we really didn't connect a lot. But now we're actually in a season, you know, maybe a decade and a half later where our friendship is becoming more meaningful again. We're talking more. We're sharing more. And so I definitely think friendships can go through seasons. And I think part of it is being okay with that because sometimes in certain seasons we try to force something that may not be the right timing for it. And I think acknowledging that maybe this friend is in a different place than you, or maybe in this season, I may not have the energy to be the best friend for this person. And so I may let go of some of our relationship during that season. I think sometimes that's okay. I think it's okay because life changes and it has a way of kind of ebbing and flowing in a lot of different ways that we may not predict. And I think there are friendships that come into your life for a season and there are friendships that you have for a lifetime. And those are two different things. And I think a lot of times what happens is we get upset because we may peg somebody as a season, a lifetime person that really is just supposed to be in your life for a season. So I think being aware of that is really helpful in being able to know what to expect from your friendship. And so when we ask about what is a good friend, I think part of it is evaluating what is your expectations. Because a lot of times we can have expectations of people that may not be fair for them, <laughs> you know, or they may have a different expectation of the relationship. And so I think being aware of that. And then I think also is it's hard to say what is a good friend because we talked about how friendships can be very different. I think the better question maybe to ask is what are things in your friendships in the past that have really been hurtful or damaging or, or just not good And almost kind of making instead of a what's a good friend list and even evaluating yourself. How have I been maybe a good friend or maybe not a good friend and being clear on what makes not a good friend? (laughs) That can be a really good starting point on developing a friendship, because when you see behaviors or things that you're like, wait, hold up, this is not good. then that's going to help you know when to put boundaries in place and things like that. So asking yourself questions. What are things in friendships in the past that really hurt me? And maybe even friendships in the past that were became something that maybe wasn't always positive or reciprocal. And what are the things that that I didn't like about that? And being conscientious about when you're forming friendships, those kind of I don't want to say red flags, but things that were not so good.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of it. As I, as I'm hearing you talk, is is about being aware, aware of mm-hmm. who who we are. And one of the things you also just mentioned about people being in our life for a season and we think they're there for a lifetime, I think that's where some hurt feelings can come in. And even hurt feelings around around yourself, not even about the other person, is if you've got a friend that you've been, I'm going to say you talk to every day for three or four years and you think that's going to be forever. And then all of a sudden that friendship has kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of, I'm not, I'm not going to use the word shame around that, but there's a lot of maybe
1: guilt, I don't know, or disappointment, discouragement.
0: Yeah. Guilt is a, is a good, good word there. So if we do lose a friend, what should we do?
1: Well, I think when we do lose a friend, it is important
0: to kind of ask yourself.
1: And like you said, I like how you pointed out the awareness because I, I really think awareness and acceptance are two things that can really push us forward a lot in life. But is to be aware of kind of asking yourself and, and really being honest with yourself because a lot of times we may want to push blame on the other person in a friendship if we're losing it. But I think it's really important because a relationship require requires two people, is to evaluate your yourself and say, if I feel like I'm losing this friendship why do I feel like I'm losing this? What about this friendship do I feel like I'm losing? And what kind of calls maybe some tension and conflict or, or change in this relationship? And I think in any relationship with our life, we have to kind of evaluate our own self in that relationship and ask ourselves what, what was the reason or why do I feel like this is either um, this friendship slipping through my hands or why do I feel like I'm losing this friendship? And I think starting with just some self-reflection will go a long way and then helping you kind of process why this friendship may be shifting or changing or maybe it's not a friendship anymore. Maybe it's because that person is going through a lot of life challenges and they just can't show up. Or maybe it's because we had a conflict over something that we didn't agree on and we just realized that this is something that we have different values on. And we're going to acknowledge that we have different values about this. and maybe. It's not good for us to continue in being friendship. But it is hard losing a friend. But I think part of it is being okay to ask the questions of yourself. And then being, this is really hard to do, but even maybe asking questions for the other person and getting feedback from them, right? Asking them, hey, what do you think went well in our friendship? Or what do you think right now has caused us to kind of drift apart? And I think asking for feedback gives you a lot of insight too about where you should go from there.
0: Christy, that's fabulous because I I hadn't really thought about that. But to be honest with you, I have a friend that I'm going to go ask those questions to after we get off this call. Well,
1: and a question that you can ask that I really like asking, and I asked this in my relationships and I can't tell you where I heard it from to give credit to, but the question is you can ask someone in your life on a scale from one to 10, where do you feel our relationship is? and 10 being amazing, one being terrible, where do you feel it is? And then this gives the person an opportunity to kind of give you some feedback on where they think the relationship is. So like, let's say they come back with, I think it's a five. And let's think in your mind, you thought it was an eight. (laughs) Okay, well, now I know how that person sees this friendship. And so then I can ask them the follow up question of, okay, so you feel like our friendship's a five. What do you think Could happen, Or what do you think needs to change or for us to do to make it just a point or two higher? So if it's at a five, how can we get it to a seven? What do you think are the things that are you contributing to being a five? And believe it or not, Cindy, I asked this question recently, or actually my friend, I talked about this question. And then my friend actually messaged me after she heard me ask this question. And she said, um, as a friend, <laughs> I want to know on a scale from one to ten. I didn't realize she was going to use this on this question on me. OK, from one to ten. And we had a it was a text message dialogue, but we were able to say this is where I feel it's at. This is where I feel it's at. And this is where I feel causes some maybe tension in our friendship, because it is a friendship that's kind of not always 100 percent. We're not always close And so that opened a dialogue for us to be honest with each other. Uh, This is where I feel like it's at. This is what I think could help it improve. And that went a long way in helping us just evaluate our friendship.
0: Okay. So when I post this episode, I think there's going to be a lot of questions. I mean, you know, people asking that question. (laughs) (laughs) It's a great question to ask
1: anybody in your life. I mean, I even recently asked this to my daughter and the response she gave me um and she's 11 by the way <laughs> the response she gave me was really insightful for me as a mom because i wasn't expecting what she said but it made me be aware of a behavior i was doing that she didn't like and i became more aware of maybe not doing that as much because i didn't realize that it hurt her and so when we look at friendships a lot of times we almost assume that that person knows what they're doing to hurt us And we walk around with these assumptions that we know what that person is thinking or feeling. And the truth is we really don't know. And there's something that they could have said that hurts you that they don't even know that they did that. And so I think it's important to almost assume that that person doesn't know what you're thinking or feeling as well. And we have to be able to communicate those things to the people that are important to us so that and not give them the pressure of, having to read our mind, because <laughs> like, there's no mind readers, you know.
0: Exactly. Oh, Christy, this is fabulous. So ha- what have you read or listened to recently that's inspired you?
1: One podcast that I just love is The School of Greatness with Lewis Howes. Have you listened to that since yes. yes, yes, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And I actually started listening to it maybe about three or four years ago from an employee that I had at the time who said, you know what, you really need to listen to this podcast. I said, okay, okay. So I, I think that that's something that really inspires me just because there's so many, um, just kind of like your podcast, Cindy, when you get different feedback from different individuals, you just learn so much more about yourself and the world around you. And so always listening to that gives me different insight and it helps me challenge my mindset around things to help me kind of push past some of the limiting thoughts I put on myself. You know, I think we always do. And we have some limiting thoughts. Sometimes we have to evaluate that about friendships. And um, so I think pushing past those thoughts is really important and helping us understand where we might be thinking faulty about some things, I guess, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I was just going to mention, I have listened to that podcast for a few years now, and he is right up there with some of my my favorites, because uh, like you said, he because he has such a vast array of guests and diff- just different insights. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her about the season of life that you're in now?
1: I <laughs> just so funny because you know what? I don't know if you remember Cindy when you're 18, but there was just this thought I had of how my life was gonna go. <laughs> like I just had this idea of this is what's gonna happen and this is the path it's gonna be. And so if I had to talk to my 18-year-old self, I would tell her, and and maybe about the season I'm in life in that I'm in now is i I would tell her, don't give up, keep going. Things may be hard, but they can get better. Love yourself enough to believe in yourself and take risks. And and I think that the thing is I tell her is don't give up because I think in my younger seasons there were some more challenging times that I went through and I didn't know how things were going to pan out or how I was going to get and where I'm at now I would have never imagined that this is where I would be and so I would tell her to keep just keep going just keep going because each season is different and there are some seasons in life that are way harder than others. And in those seasons, a lot of times we don't know if we're going to be able to get through to the other side. <laughs> I don't know if you got these. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. And so I I would tell her just, just keep going. There is some seasons ahead that are just going, you're going to look back and say, how did I get here? This is awesome.
0: <laughs> you know? And so I tell her just keep going. That is fabulous advice that I mean that we even need right now just Mm -hmm. keep going yes and this season's been crazy so if you feel like it's
1: been a whirlwind just know you're not alone and really just like the other seasons of life this will not be you know a permanent thing things will change just like the seasons of the year change things will change it may
0: seem like it's a long time to come but just keep going Christy, I have loved having you on the podcast. I love your energy. Thank you so much. And can you tell our listeners how to find you? Yes, Cindy, thank you. And I'll just,
1: Cindy, I want to take a moment to acknowledge you because I've also thoroughly enjoyed this conversation today. And I hope that the people that listen to your podcast find some value out of it. And it has been just great dialoguing with you about this, because even as we're talking, I'm thinking about some things that I need to do with some of my friendships and how to start new ones. But if you would like to follow me, I have a website, um, personal website, that's ChristyPennison.com for my business and counseling practice. It's BeInspiredCC.com. But I'm also on Facebook and, and both of those same capacities. So Christy Pennison and then BeInspiredCC.com. But that's how you can find and connect with me through both of those. If you want to reach out, you can definitely. My email is Christy at Beinspirecc.com. So if there's something that you just have a question about or that you just want some feedback on,
0: feel free to reach out. I'm willing to help in whatever
1: way I can.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Christy, for being here.
1: Yeah. And thank you for having me. It's been fun.
0: You've been listening to Exploring the Seasons of Life and my conversation with Christy Pennison. I loved when Christy said, exploring new friendships require you to be brave. I loved her energy and I loved her genuine desire to be of service. Okay, I know I said loved and fabulous a dozen times, but I did love this interview and it was fabulous. If you haven't already, please give us a quick review and rating on iTunes. And don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can reach me via the website, cynthiamacmillan.com or to ask a question or leave me a comment, email me, Cindy at cynthiamacmillan.com. I want to hear from you. What has been your favorite podcast episode of Exploring the Seasons of Life in 2020? Until next time, live inspired.